Good evening. Did you enjoy the show? Yeah, great show. Thank you all for coming tonight. My name is Clara Augustenborg. I'm an environmental policy fellow at, at University College Dublin, uh, an environmental scientist by training, and co-host of the Down to Earth slot with Ivan Yates on News Talk. And it's my great pleasure to get to be the moderator tonight for this incredible panel uh, after a very inspiring film. Uh, we have on stage with us the director of that amazing film, Bruno Sorrell. Founder of Ireland's first fruit-based wine, Pamela Walsh, and award-winning journalist, food writer, uh, author of several books, Catherine Cleary. So what I'd like to do is start the discussion just by letting our guests talk a little bit from their perspective, you get a sense of, of what they're about, and then I will very quickly open it up to questions, because I'm sure you all have a lot, of, a lot of questions, so we'll try and get through as many as we can before we get to enjoy our, our wine reception sponsored by O'Brien's. So Bruno, I'll let you go first, because you put the hard work into to making this film. So, uh, hello everybody, I was very, very proud to be here, and you are so many, so... Uh, I'm very, very proud of her, of course. Thank you very much. So, um, just to, to explain a bit of you the, the context of the film, um, I'm a, a parent from Paris, uh, normally, and I quit Paris 17 years ago, and uh, behind my head I had something wrong in Paris. There, is, there was something that I was not happy uh, to live. And I was looking for something, so I was a commercial director, and uh, you imagine as a beauty director that it was quite boring for me, or even I'd make a bit of money uh, on it. Uh, I couldn't find my pleasure every day uh, on my work, and I was shooting a video, a music video in Perpignan for free for a friend of mine, and one of the, the leaders of the band uh, gave me a glass of wine. And uh, that glass of wine changed everything in my life. Uh, the wine was amazing. It was uh, full of happiness, uh, not aggressive. And um, I decided to meet to met the winemaker who was doing this. And um, and because of that, after I just had to, you know, to take the piece of the little uh, 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 le bout de laine uh, and just uh, to catch it. And I found a lot of people behind, 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 behind. And we decided to tell the story of those guys because what I discovered, it's a community, but not a community political or with bad reason. It's a community of, community of people who want to, uh, to achieve the life they, they live. They want to feel happy every day. Uh, most of them, they were teachers, they were photographers, they were... They are neo winemaker actually. They are. They, they didn't receive the, the the landscape and the grapes by somebody else. They just had to buy it. The area where I shoot it's very cheap uh, in terms of uh, price uh, as a young winemaker. So that's why a lot of new winemakers um, are there. And uh, I spent one year during the taking grapes of the 1916 and taking grapes 1917 
and spend one year to, to, to spend a lot of time with, with them, with or without a camera, because they are very wild animals. Um, and they talk to me almost the three last week of the shoot before that. They were very nervous, as you see, they smoke a lot. Not because they are big smokers, they were very nervous. Uh, they, they don't want to, to, um, to tell things to people who don't deserve it. So, but when I discover it's people who decide to live with less money, but more happiness, more success, and uh, more, um, as you see the children in the film, you know, are, they are fantastic, and it's a very, a, a very strong sign of the, the liberty and the, the freedom they can feel in the way that they are working. So, I'm very happy about that. I love wine, it's perfect. But I think that what they made, what we saw in that, in that film, can be applied in a lot of different kind of stuff in the society. Not only winemaking. I think the winemaker of natural winemaker are on the top right now. They are, you know, the, 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 the beginners of a new way of living in a country or a new way of living even in the city as well. And a lot of people are going to follow the success that they have. Uh, they want to be rich but with human stuff. Not, they don't want to be the richer guy of the cemetery, so it changed a lot of things uh, uh, in the things well. So I think you can see from, from both the movie and from what Bruno has to say that this very much ties along with the theme of being alive, not only the earth being more alive through natural winemaking, but also ourselves and feeling more alive. And in talking to Pamela before this event, I, I very much think you would relate to this because Pamela was a senior executive at Artricity instrumental in, in creating the Arco uh, wind farm, the offshore Arco wind bank, which is our only offshore wind farm, yeah, still to this day, so it's an incredible accomplishment. And yet, you left it all behind to become a winemaker, so maybe you can tell us how your life very much parallels what Bruno yeah. was talking about. Thank you. Um, yeah, some of, I had, I had the pleasure actually of working in the wind industry for many years and um, helping to get some of our wind farms up and running around the country. Um, particularly the, the greatest one from, from my point of view and the hardest thing I've ever done actually in my life was the Arca Wind Farm. Um, but I was very, very passionate about it again and, and again at the time it wasn't so much about the money and all of that, it was about doing something that I was so passionate about. Um, it did start to take a bit of a toll, I was travelling an awful lot, I was over in the UK and the USA and Germany and Denmark every, every week, every second week. So my husband and I were looking around, we just said, look, we want to do something that's more sustainable from our own health perspective even. And we were talking about the different things we could do and something that would be, um, utilize both of our skill sets and uh, be sustainable, be local, all of that. And we have been making our own wines and we just thought, now these are, when I was asked to be here by the French embassy, I said, now you do know, we don't use grapes, right? This is berries, <laughs> strawberries, blackberries, raspberries, but actually we do it in a very similar fashion and we still press the berries and, you know, there's not, we don't use grape or, or water or any of that kind of stuff, it's not adulterated in that way, so it's the pure berry juices and they're, and they're fermented. Um, however, again, just like the, the winemakers we've seen in your film, it's a lovely film, um, you know, there's very much a connection with the earth and trying to get back to, you know, more sustainable way of living, living soils, which comes right back into ourselves and into, the into our own health and, you know, taking nutrition. 
um, from the soils back into our bodies and also just taking the carbon dioxide out of the air and burying it back into the soils. We've lost all, a lot of those connections but what's wonderful to see and you know we saw it in your film is there is a growing movement or an appreciation for, for these things and for how we are actually part of nature and we're not we're not separate to nature, we are part of nature. So when nature suffers, we actually suffer. So it's to our own benefit to, to try to become a little bit closer to nature again. So it's worth mentioning that Wicklow Way Wines is only in Newtown Mount Kennedy and we do wine tasting. So if anyone wants to come with me this weekend, I'm so um, So Catherine, we can't all become winemakers even though we all want to after seeing so that. Much, yeah. Yeah. Um, so how is is this idea of natural winemaking, how is it transferable to our situation in Ireland? Um, I think Bruno is right. I think it is more, I think it's about winemakers in France. It's also about farming. I mean, I think what that film does for me is remind me that behind a bottle of wine is a farmer. You know, it's not something we think about. And I think you can take what those winemakers are talking about and apply it to the farming, especially in this country where it's such a big sector of, of what we do. And then to, to life, that idea of living as a collective, not everybody owning their own tractor, or maybe not everybody owning their own car, you know, that, that we can get back to sharing things and that sharing it, I mean, happiness, you know, Bruno says a glass of happiness. How, much, how many of us lift up a glass of Irish milk and think of it as a glass of happiness? Not that many now, sadly, very sadly, because sadly for farmers and consumers because we're becoming more and more aware of what the non-regenerative form of agriculture that we have gone down the road of is doing to us and is doing to our systems and is doing to people and soil and animals um but the happy story and i think you know it is such a wonderful film to watch it in the depths of january as well <laughs> these these people and i if you want to see an irish equivalent there's a there's a I mean, not, not of that depth, and, and you really get to know those personalities as well. There's some great one-liners. I took notes, you know, my phone. <laughs> certainty, certainty is a catastrophe. I mean, this is such a brilliant idea, you know, the doubt and creativity and art and, you know, all of that wonderful human thing that goes into making something. Um, certainty is what you want if you're a business person. You need to know if I put this much in, I get this much out. Um, it's white knuckle to let go of that certainty and to trust that a magic will happen, uh, and maybe it won't happen, and maybe, you know, there will be, what, of those 40 years, you'll only have five good ones, you know, I mean, it's just so wonderful, but that's human, and that's life, and that's reconnecting, so, so many things resonate in that film for me, about not just um, agricultural life, but about life in general, the certainty, you know, that the, I think the standout line is, it takes so long for us to understand that we do not understand, you know, we can't control everything, we can't understand everything, we can't treat food and things that we eat and consume as commodities that can be produced in a, an industrial fashion because the cost is too high and the cost of cheap food, the cost of the 250 bottle of wine is too high um, and we're paying, you know, we're beginning to realise what, what that is that we will pay it. But the flip side of that bleak idea is that the hope and the regeneration that can happen, the regeneration of communities, of places and of people, um, is so beautifully told. But uh, I agree with you because actually the, the movement in France is very high now, and it's very high specifically with young people. But the young people, they understood right away, you know when you buy a, 
Even I like the Guinness when I come here. Of course, I had to drink a Guinness. But uh, when you when you buy a bottle of, of beer, uh, everybody knows that today that to make one bottle of beer, it's 10 days, let's say, uh, a round of fermentation and everything. To make one bottle of wine, it's one year, maybe, mm. maybe. Because, you know, uh, if you don't put any additional yeast, additional chemical, you know, to protect your wine, because it's only, it's only that, huh? it's, uh, even it's poison, it's protection the wine and protection the taste or whatever. Uh, the young people, they assume to pay 10, 15 euro for one bottle because they know that it's one year of, of labor, one year of hard work. Mm. And uh, you feel it when you drink it, when it's well made. Mm. And the happiness that you, can, um, that you can establish in your body, in your mind at that moment, you can share it with the people around you. And that's the essence of wine. The wine is made for this. For this not to enjoy your 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 friend because of the of the label or because of the of the brand or whatever we miss we, we miss the rendezvous that you, you you should have when you drink a bottle of wine a good one and um, so that's why I think that 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 way to to be that way to be reconnected with what you do with the nature of course because it has to be uh, like that you can apply that in a lot of different area. Uh, of our society, no, even even in uh, in the cities, um, be careful of each things of what you are doing every day. Why you are doing? Why you are using that? Or why not? You, you know that kind of question of what people that that the industrial forget it, uh, forget you know, only the the the, the the bank account is is important at that moment. So the film is good for that. And the personality of those of those guys, they are not exceptional. I met a lot of guys like in that in that way, and women as well, because uh, there is only uh, two women in the film. But there is a, the more more and more women who, who, who try to, to do it. The only problem is that we cannot make the fight between them and the traditional winemaker, because the one the traditional winemaker, most of them, they receive everything at the same time. The economy. The clients, the, the the way to 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 do, and it's complicated to getting out of that system. It takes time, so for the moment it's not a fight. It's just a question. The judge of peace is the consumer, and if the consumer is more connected of what we what he drink, that's the beginning of the solution, I think. Yeah. It's very much part of educating us about where our food comes from. So with that, uh, we will take some questions. Who is, is brave enough to go first? How <laughs> many hands out there? Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, I realized I, I said um, an Irish equivalent, farmingfornature.ie. You'll see lots of Irish farmers farming with nature, and they all look enormously happy in a way that you won't see many Irish farmers looking. So there was a, a woman in the middle there. That, yeah, that woman there, if we could just send the microphone to can you, can you just wait till we get a microphone to you? Some of us are a little hard of hearing. La Conti. <laughs> can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Um, could Bruno talk a bit, a bit about the idea of terroir? You know how important that is in France. I don't, I don't know if we have the equivalent here. But it's, 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 uh, the, the, the terroir ID in France is very strong in a bad way. 
you know, the, the, a lot of industrial people decide uh, to, uh, you know, like a map in, uh, in the map of France, okay, the terroir of uh, the, the Beaujolais, it's like this. The terroir in there, it's like this. And it's not the case. The, in one uh, R of, uh, of landscape, you can have two different terroirs. You know, for example, I, I see one of the winemakers, he had uh, one hectare, I don't know in English, one hectare, I don't know what is that, it's, yeah, yeah, hectare, well, yes. Um, and he told me that half of the wine uh, was built, was taken to do a special one and half of the one to do something else. The, the, the taking grape was made at the same time. It's the same uh, hectare, but the test is different. So, the best terroir is your own. The best way to do, to, to do it is to respect the landscape where you are working. Mm -hmm. And that is the future of the, the appellation of terroir. Of course, the, the, the climate, the, la climatologie around you, you are working in the Roussillon, there is a lot of sun, so they don't have a lot of disease, you know, a lot of uh, disease that you can have in the north which is less complicated to make the, the, the grapes in good shape without chemical uh, to help them. It's more complicated after uh, for the fermentation, but the best terroir is the terroir of your bottle. And uh, in France, it's a new way to, to understand. Of course, you're not gonna make the same natural wine in uh, Anjou, or in the Burgundy than in uh, in the Roussillon, but uh, the feeling if the wine is well made is going to be the same. The happiness, the joy, and the pleasure of drinking will be the same. And after you can recognize how oh, that that I have the feeling that that it's made in that part of France, that in that part of France you can feel uh, that, but more because of the climatology stuff and the kind of grapes instead of the ground. The ground, only the winemaker know exactly what he has in his ground, if he takes care of that, of course. Okay, a few more hands were up there. Can someone remind me? There's a gentleman here. Thank you. I just want to say, first of all, the film is magnifique. Merci beaucoup. <laughs> the, um, I work, I'm lucky enough, I work with horticultural producers here in Ireland, and I just wanted to echo some of the things that are in the film. The soil is absolutely crucial. And for our growers here, and the other thing I want to link back to is the price that people pay. Because our growers here mine the soil. What I mean by that is they use the soil and they move on. Because the price is so small, it's yeah. so minimal. And <clears throat> because of that, it's a very difficult industry. The other thing is that people are getting older in this business. Absolutely. And our commercial producers are now mostly in their 50s and 60s. The encouraging thing is that young people are really waking up to this. And that's where I see the future. We've got some very small organic producers around the country, but we've also got some very, very skilled conventional people there as well. But what I would say to people in a forum like this is, the price you pay for your food is crucial. But that's not all. You've got to demand standards. 
Kevin, I'm just wondering, it wasn't in the form of a question, but I'm sure you have a contribution to make to that concept. Yeah, I mean, if you talk about Irish farming, everybody thinks livestock farming, but obviously there are lots of Irish farmers who don't have animals, they grow, um, but dwindling numbers of Irish farmers because of the 49 cent uh, supermarket deals that just break my heart when I see them. And it is a very difficult message to tell people that you need to pay more money for your food because people are obviously, their incomes are falling in certain respects, they are very tight budgets. But I think the key that you talk about is this idea of mining the soil, extracting, using chemical fertilizers. We were talking a lot to um, Pamela about this as well. Just the damage that we have done by getting the instant fast food diet for soil that is nitrogen fertilizer, it is, um, you know, it's been 50 years of an enormous yields, but that yield is coming to an end and the damage that has been done is also enormous. But I think not only do we have to start asking people, and I, as a food writer, I've been doing this a lot. I say to people, please pay a little bit more, you know, write to, to my parents. I'm always giving out to them, <laughs> you know, not going to the farmer's market. But I think actually the policy needs to come from the top as well. And we need to pay people to farm in a regenerative way um, through subsidies, through cap. Don't mention cap, everybody's eyes just glaze over. But you have to get interested in it because cap, you know, farmers have been doing exactly everything that their agriculture advisor has been telling them to do. This is why I'm heartbroken by this idea that farmers and environmentalists are now at loggerheads because, you know, farmers are not willfully destroying the environment. They've just been following the rules as they've been told. And those rules we now know were wrong. Um, and that there are much better ways and much ways that, you know, generations of Irish people who farmed on diverse farms and used circular, you know, had animals and other things. They weren't just monoculture, ryegrass, uh, fertilised fields. You know, we grow 95% of the land in Ireland, we grow ryegrass on it. Um, you know, nobody can eat ryegrass. And actually, the way we, we grow ryegrass is incredibly damaging, incredibly um, environmentally um, problematic because of the nitrogen oxide, the nitrous oxide that comes from the nitrogen fertilizer, the shallow rootedness of the grass. Within three weeks of a drought in 2018, all of that grass died. Um, you know, it's, we're on a knife edge with this system. Um, and in the meantime, we have the National Dairy Council putting up posters telling us that gra our grass-fed cows are the best in the world. So, you know, there's enormous challenges which only start with um, helping, asking consumers. I think consumers are doing their best but it takes policy from top down to also encourage a transition out of the system because the system isn't making anybody happy apart from the very wealthy um, processors, feed and fertilizer companies and the biggest farmers who are on a cul-de-sac to uh, commodity farming. So. It's interesting that you mentioned the, the need for us as citizens to engage in cap reform because actually there's only one NGO in Ireland that has any resources for this and they have someone working one day a week on cap reform on our behalf, and that's Birdwatch Ireland. So it, it's really hard as, yeah. as consumers to engage in cap reform. Yeah, know. and the, there's talk of having a two-stream cap. So, you know, obviously we're, we're very down this road, this super highway of industrial agriculture. So you could have a two-stream cap for, that continues for some farmers, but actually there's a small farm cap where you are paid to farm in a regenerative way, in the way that Pamela is, you know, hoping, it was interested mm -hmm. to talk about, yeah. you, you know, talking about growing, varies now and a real deep understanding. We know so much more now 
about soil. You know, most soil science is only 15 years. Their discoveries about bacteria, we'll never know at all. It's kind of like dark matter. But we can use what we know, and, and your wine growers are using what they know. It, it, it's that, but uh, after, we just have to be, aware, to be aware that it's not when you decide. Yeah. Because it takes time. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know if, if you remember, but in the film you have, you know, the small guy with his hat, with, uh, with his horse. Uh, he's, he's talking about that. He said that when you take a landscape full of chemicals during years and years, let's say since the Second World War around, huh? before that in France, the chemical wasn't there. No. Uh, but it's quite new. Actually, the story of wine that you know, that I know, that I'm growing up before, far with, it's only 60, 60, 70 years old. In, in, uh, when you compare 3,000 years of story of wine, you know, it's just nothing, whatever. But the, 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 the ground is very damaged. And to rebuild uh, the ground as you have to do to make a good wine takes time, between five, even 10 years. To, uh, to, 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 to help the ground to, to rebrief again and everything. But what they say is that it's not because I'm, I'm decide, I'm decide, I decide to do natural wine that my wine will be better. No, it's, it's going to talk in a different way. Mm. And it's exactly that. And after, after a while, when the ground is perfect, when the, the roots are deep enough and uh, they just have to catch the best, at that moment, the, the talking of your wine will be close of the, one, the wine that you want to drink. Because that's the key. I'm sure you do exactly the same. Those winemakers are doing the wine they want to drink, mm, first of all. Yeah. Not the wine they want to sell. Yeah. And so when you see that, after all, the right balance is the price of the wine you sell to live in a decent way. And as you heard of most of them, not more than that, because more than that means that a lot of friends of them are not going to be able to buy the wine they are doing. Yeah. And it's, it's something very complicated to assume as a consumer, as a, as a living uh, people. Live in a decent way, not more than that. That's enough to be happy. It's not corporate, is yeah. it? Yeah. Okay, um, any more questions? Gentlemen here? Can you just wait for the mic so people can hear? Hello. Firstly, um, uh, congratulations. It's such a beautifully shot film. Thank you very much. Um, an incredibly engaging cast in there. Um, and it, it's rare that you see that the conversations on camera are so natural and the stories are so wonderful. H how difficult was it to, to actually to put that together? I mean, it, it, look, it's seamlessly run. The edit is beautiful, but I'm sure that there was... You're right, it was not uh, easy because, you know, uh, they, they knew my background and first of all, when they see me uh, arrive with my camera, even we were only three people, they say, okay, who's that guys who are uh, shooting most of the time naked lady in the showers to sell shampoo? <laughs> and uh, what do you want from us? What does he want? And um, he spent like eight months uh, of working with them with nothing. They, 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 
they didn't chat with me, so I, I, I was asking a lot of questions, but they were turning, we call, we call that in France, tourner autour du pot, you know, they were turning uh, around the glass, I don't know, whatever, it was complicated, I need to, 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 to make them comfortable in terms of trust before they, they feel natural and confident with me. So the, the, heart, the, heart of the, 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 the heart of the film, the heart, the heart of the film, I had it like one month before the end of the shoot. Uh, before, my idea was to catch the maximum of the, the living moment uh, in the, with grapes or not just to, to have enough material to build the story after all when they tell, when they tell the story. So it was very complicated. That, that's why that kind of film, if you want to touch the, the viewers, as you know, uh, they, they do the wine they want to drink, I make the film I want to see, um, it's the same. But uh, to catch, to have that level, uh, you need time. You cannot do a documentary with that kind of people <laughs> in three months or four months, that's not true. You need to, you need time, you need to, you, you know, I told you I was uh, 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 working with them without my camera, you know, just to make them comfortable with me and say, okay, the guy is not here only to catch something from us, he's here to catch uh, something that people don't know. You know, it's, it, that, that was the, the difference. So, a lot of passion, a lot of enthusiasm, and uh, makes it happen, and when you have that kind of character as well, because the casting is quite well as well, they are all different, they are, they, they are passionate, and so it's easy when they, they when they, after, so on, the, on the eight guys or eight people, one or two of them are more easy, the little boy, the little guy with his hat, of course, was, uh, was more easy than the others, but um, basically it's a hard process, it's a long process. Bruno, yeah. can I ask a final question? As a Parisian, have you stopped drinking rosé? <laughs> <laughs> I can drink when it's good. It's good. Even the rosé. I was not a big fan of the rosé before uh, the, 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 the shoot. But the rosé of those guys are just amazing. Yeah. And uh, 11 degrees, 10 degrees, not more than that, with a bit of bubble on it. Which is, you know, and it's, it's very, very nice. So I love rosé now. <laughs> I'm told we get to stay for five more minutes just to ask one more question. So, is there one final question from the audience? You want to pick Bruno? Yeah. Well, yeah, the, yeah. I saw the, the lady, the lady from the beginning. Yes. Okay, thank you. Your eyes are better. Than mine. Thank you. I'm accustomed to using this. But thank you very much. It was an inspiring film. And I really enjoyed your philosophy and your approach. But on a lighter moment, um, which wine, which producer, when you had your moment of epiphany, when you tasted that glass of wine and you changed your life, were any of the producers in the film? Uh, actually, it's a good question, but it, it's, it depends on the weather. Uh. <laughs> uh, because, you know, those wines are very, very uh, sensitive with the weather. Uh, so that's why, as a consumer, that's why the consumer, it's a new way to consume wine as well. You cannot go in a supermarket and say, okay, I'm going to buy a bit of wine for tonight. With them, it's impossible. Uh, when you know a tiny bit the universe of natural wine, you have to understand if the wind is coming from the north or from the sea, because the taste will be different. 
And so there, there, there were some weeks, and I said, okay, the, the best wine in the, in the group is the wine of uh, Potrominet. Uh, Potrominet is fantastic. But the week after, I said, oh no, uh, like I have a pickle, <laughs> like pickle when they do. Uh, and the, the week after, oh, what, what they give it to me? Uh, because in every shot, every day, I had to drink. <laughs> I had to. The first day of shooting, I arrive at the cave and they give me glass. You know, even even my uh, my sound uh, sound guy and uh, the assistant camera, they had a glass in the pocket at the beginning. They said to, to do what? I said you have to drink. You have to drink. <laughs> Just because they want to be sure that we understand what it is and what 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 it is, it's that it's different all the time. I've, of course. They are kind of the rolling stones of the Languedoc-Roussillon. Huh? <laughs> Believe me, they are very good because they do, they're doing that since 10, 10 or 15 years and they don't do a lot of mistakes. But sometimes the wine that, that they give it to you is not good. It's going to be better two days after, three days after, four days after, the week after. It's part of the game, so I think <laughs> it's quite interesting as well. Thank you. Well, that's a great question to end on. I'm sure you're all very thirsty and ready for our wine reception now. So I'd like to thank our esteemed panelist, Bruno, for coming all the way over from France to show us your thank you. Hello. I can't wait to visit you at McMillan yeah. Wines. Very soon. I'm sure you'll love it. Thank you. For continuing to educate us on where our food here in Ireland comes from, which is very important. Thank you, especially to the IFI for hosting, to the French Embassy for creating this wonderful event, Night of Ideas, particularly to Ambassador Crusot, who has been a champion of climate action since the Paris Agreement. Uh, very meaningful to all of us, your work on climate. Thank you so much. this topic. Thank you very much and enjoy the reception sponsored by O'Brien's. Uh, there should be lots of interesting wine out there for you to try. Thank you. Yeah. Sorry.